tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Newsnight. Tonight's negotiations for base pay for the year 2024 commences with organized labor pushing for an over 70% rate, while government makes an initial offer of 15%. We have details from the very first meeting today. Also tonight. Retirement on salary is not too much to ask for. Someone must care for the health worker. Our reward is not in heaven, but here on planet Earth. What we are asking for is not an impossibility. We are not asking for the moon to swallow the sun. Neither are we asking for immortality. We hear the demands of the Ghana Medical Association as leadership says they are running out of patience as they push for a January 2024 implementation of new conditions of service. The GMA will appreciate some urgency on the part of the Federal Business Salaries Commission. The GMA has been patient. However, the laborer also deserves his wages. And our patience cannot be stretched in perpetuity. Again, let me remind our employer, any delays will not be rewarded. Also tonight, after intense public backlash, Parliament makes a U-turn on decision to hold post-budget workshop at Rock City Hotel, citing costs and the current economic crisis as reasons. I believe that democracy has finally decided and the people have prevailed on their representatives to decide that this year's post-budget workshop be held here in Parliament. And the 2024 budget macroeconomic targets to be guided by the IMF program objectives and framework. And it's was Ghana's Apem Dakwa set sight on the $400,000 prize money after advancing to the semi-finals of the CAF Women's Champions League. And we'll later focus on the worsening conditions for users and businesses around the stored Obeche Bilamte interchange in Accra. We'll hear from traders around the enclave who say the slow pace of work is not only impacting them financially, but affecting their health as well. Very lucky for us that today it has rained. You can see from here, it has rained today. So it will save us. But if it dries, if it dries, we can't pass here unless we put on the nose marks. 
We are back at the site four months um, since our last visit and find that conditions have indeed worsened. Do stay with us with your thoughts and your comments via WhatsApp is 055-1111997. This is Newsnight. I am MFA Paul. And my name is Evans Mensa, and we'll be taking your views and share with the rest of the world pretty shortly. And let's uh, have a conversation now about uh, what we're beginning uh, to learn. We're learning a lot about the base pay negotiations that uh, most people are interested in. Even on the private sector, MFA power. It's mm-hmm. important because once that base pay is set, uh, private sector also looks at that as an indicator, you know, mm-hmm. a figure to determine what you should also be arguing for next year. Details of that and more after this. The online pitch for the new business account was in shambles yesterday. We lost the pitch. Eh, tell me about it. We started off very confident and then the office broadband went down. When we set up the hotspot from the phone to reconnect, the data allocation also got finished. You are joking. I wish. The meeting room was hot. Kobe quickly tried calling them to give us some more time, but he had no airtime. Total chaos. They also gave us feedback that our website didn't have enough information. How can you run a business this way and hope to grow? Oh dear. Your business communication can be way better than this. Vodafone One Business is a complete communications package that gives you broadband with data transfer to mobile phones, mobile package with free calls among employees, landline with free calls and website design plus domain name registration. At Vodafone Business, we understand that strong connections within your business lead to success. Call 050-777-9000 or sign up by sending an email to sme at vodafone.com. Vodafone, further together. Ready? Let's go. We all go bring some savannah. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is singing. Because everyone is painting with savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more. Pay less. Savannah paints. We all go paint some. We all go paint some savannah. We all go paint some. My people, what comes to mind when you hear Black Friday? How about free delivery and true convenience? Where do you get the best use? Very well, you've had the unanimous decision of the people. Jumia Black Friday runs from the 3rd to the 24th November. Download the Jumia app now and start shopping. Jumia, your everyday deliver. Jumia. Make go. You need to go to the bank first before we go and pay for the things. Time no day like that too. Relax. Everything day in my hand inside. Masa, you need to get the cash. Forget the cash. See, transfer. Pa. Payment. Pa. I didn't use the cow bank app. No stress. That's slow for me. I still forgo my bank. I don't have account for cow I bank. See, forget the cash. Even without an account at cow bank, you can download the app, sign up, and connect your mobile money wallet or debit card. And pa. You can make your payments too. Hey, but I just signed up. Enjoy the convenience, safety, and freedom of the Cowbank app. Whether you have an account with Cowbank or not, all options are open to you, including scan to pay. Download the Cowbank app now. Forget the cash. Be like, I for just open your account for Cowbank on the app, no. Cowbank, forward together. Cowbank, forward together. This was Kwame's life before Interplus in Green Irrigation System. <laughs> 
Sorry, oh. what could it from? In the dry season, Kwame would use buckets to water his five-acre farm. By evening, he's so tired. So his wife said, Oh, Bami. Emre Dania, Danny B, haven't you heard of In Green Drip Irrigation Pipe? In Green Drip Irrigation Pipe? Yes. Akosia told me they use it. See how green their fields are, even in the dry season. You just set it and then psh, 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 it waters the whole place. No waste. Save time and money. And we can farm all year round. Hey, Ajua, what can I move? It's dry buckets, no? not in green drip pipes. Good farmers harvest all year with Ingreen. Call us now on 0302-819-000. Another quality solution from Interplast. Thanks for staying with us here on Newsnight Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. And tonight, labor unions are asking government to increase base pay for the 2024 working year for all public sector workers by more than 100% from the 2023 agreed value. Government agreed to a 30% increment down from the initial 120% in 2023 after weeks of negotiations. We have details from this year's negotiation. It started today and we'll be speaking shortly to the Deputy Minister of Employment and Labour Relations. But first, my colleague Kofi Ejei of our research desk joins us in the studio with details um, of what transpired in previous years. So let's start with education on this for mm. clarity. How different is the base pay from the minimum wage? So MFR, we know the minimum wage plus other determinants is what we use in computing the base pay. So mm. always you have the minimum wage being less than the base pay. Mm. Now from 2012 to currently, the minimum wage has increased from four cities, 48 pesos to now 14 cities, 88 pesos. So that is the minimum wage versus the base pay, which is always high, like your take-home pay. Mm. With that education out of the way, let's look at the 2022 base pay. What did the unions ask for and what did they get eventually? Right, so at the current negotiation table, we know that labor is willing to come down from the initial demand of 75 to some 60 percent, mm. but government is still quoting 15 percent. Uh, we saw this back and forth before the, uh, labor agreed on that 30 percent increment in the base pay last year mm. or this year, for instance, working year. So last year, uh, labor was demanding somewhere 120 percent reduce it to somewhere between 60 to 65 percent and later agreed to that uh, 30 percent so we saw labor got seven percent increment in 2022 working year 30 percent in 2023 working year and now they are demanding between 60 to 65 percent next year now the baseline is that equilibrium has not been reached at the negotiation table and there's huge variance between what labor is demanding and what government is willing to offer in 2024. Thank you very much, um, Kofi J of our research desk, giving us details of what transpired last year. Thankfully, the Deputy Minister of Employment and Labour Relations, Bright Rekrubobe, uh, joins us on the line. We'll be hearing from Labour as well on this. Many thanks for your company, um, Mr. Minister. So, day one of negotiations for base pay. Let's talk about how it went. Yeah, good evening to your cherished listeners, everybody. And... Uh, Today went well, I would say, although it wasn't the expectation of government. We, we were expecting to have uh, ended the base pay negotiation today so that it enables us to, as it were, input into the budget. And then uh, all is, is, is done. Unfortunately, uh, you know, as 
the negotiations are. You table something, it must be fought and back. Uh, so currently, we could not arrive uh, at at uh, a, a consensus, and we are getting we are we are we are reconvening tomorrow, God willing, and then hopefully be able to wrap up on that. We'll talk about why we are now doing this negotiation when indeed the budget is supposed to be read on Wednesday. But first, what exactly uh, were you putting on the table in terms of on government side? Because we're told that Labour was looking for between 70 to 75 percent. What did you come to the negotiation table with as government? Well, uh, the game is negotiation. So we, we, we come first and foremost explaining the economic situation, which is trite knowledge. Everybody knows that, yes times are hard and so on but one key determinant of this negotiation is also the ability to pay and you would agree with me that uh, since 2017 that we came into power there has never been a case that government has reneged on its responsibility to ensure that workers are paid uh, they are paid and paid timelessly and we've done so even in times of COVID. Uh, it never happened. Other countries you had were reneging and were defaulting on compensation per se, but this never happened to us. It's always been uh, one of the considerations that we have put forward that first and foremost, we have prioritized workers of Ghana and we must be able to pay them. Last year, you recall that we had to agree on a 30% salary pay rise which has been unprecedented, as, as that never happened. But in spite of all the constraints, we were able to manage to do that. It was because at that time, the precarious nature of the economy, and which we had to even uh, go far to give cola and all that, you know. So this year, I, arguably, things are a bit relaxed. We are seeing very optimistic uh, economic terms and uh, as as we are told we are hoping that this year will end at an inflation even lower than it is now and next year uh, if my economics will be right we are told that inflation will even end at 15 percent you know so looking at all these government is praying labor that we hope they understand and we take the 15 percent increment that was rejected and we had to again. So we'll come back tomorrow, and God willing, I'm sure uh, we'll be able to have a consensus tomorrow. But 15%, one wonders, we got 30% last year, and you talk about the fact that things are more relaxed now. Why then do you start from 15? Where are you hoping to end then? Uh, no, that's why I said it's negotiation. I mean, I, I cannot preempt uh, this and uh, say what Labour will agree or not. It's, I mean, when, when, when we get to the table, that has always been Labour. We, 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 we reach out to them. We are so honest and transparent to them. And the thing that we talk about is not as if government is the only people who are aware. Uh, Labour themselves know. And, but they appreciate the fact that uh, we have worked with them time in difficult times and so on, they have always been there. So it's, it's something that you can see enthusiasm and willingness no of labor with the government to sustain the economy. We cannot break the back of Ghana. So looking at the fact that uh, we have paid 15% and they are also coming from somewhere, uh, tomorrow we'll continue to Georgia. And I'm sure 
by the close of the negotiations, cool health will prevail and there will be something that will be acceptable in a real situation for both government and labor. Well, let me bring in the Deputy Secretary General of the Trades Union Congress. Thankfully, joins us, Mr. Ansa, Joshua Ansa. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight as well. You've been hearing uh, from the Deputy uh, Minister for Employment and Labor Relations. They are hoping that you will not break the back of government. But clarify for us your initial demands. How far are you willing to go? And what did you come to the table with? Thank you very much, my sister. And good evening. Yes, I listened to the Minister, the Deputy Minister. And uh, I mean, it's interesting, you see. We have come to the table with the 75.1%, and uh, we have actually reviewed our position to 60%. Mm-hmm. Government is now at 15%. And like the Deputy Minister is saying, I think that uh, we rejected the 15% proposal by the government, and uh, they also did not accept our, our 60%, though they appreciated that we have reviewed our stand. And uh, it is our hope that uh, tomorrow when we meet, I think that will prevail. Because we all know the economic situation in this country. We all know what is happening to the workers' pockets and the economy itself. I'm happy I heard the minister saying that things are relaxed. If things are relaxed, then this is the time government should also show up to the working people of this very country. So it is our hope that tomorrow something better should happen at the negotiation table. Government started from 15% and you started 75.1%, came down to 60. Will it go down a bit further, a bit beyond the 30? What exactly will be the cutoff point for Labour? Um, my sister, you know, we, we, I mean, we, when we tabled the 75.1%, government came with 10%, and they reviewed their stand to 10%. That's why we also reviewed our stand to 50%. But for now, my sister, I want to say that the total Organized labor will meet as leaders and uh, actually come to our our, our final fallback position as what as what to be accepted at the table when we meet into. So until the team meets, uh, it will be I'll be planning something that has not been decided by us as a group. So to be clear, when we tomorrow for the main meeting itself, uh, labor will strategize and know what figure to put on the table and our fallback uh, position will be announced. Of course, uh, that decision will be taking bearing in mind uh, the plight of workers, though. But time is of the essence at this point. Uh, the budget will yeah. be read on Wednesday. We have just about tomorrow, technically, for some agreement to be reached. Yeah. Are we hopeful yeah. that we can make or reach this agreement before the budget is read on Wednesday? But this, uh, for me and for us as Labour, even though we are all in this very country, I think that uh, the budget shouldn't be... Uh, 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 should, that should actually force us to accept anything on the table. But I think that much as we are all thinking about the development of this very country and the economy at large, you will look at the, the pros and the cons. But I don't want to use the uh, budget as a factor. That because of the budget, you should be forced to accept anything. But, I mean, as reasonable as we are all in this very country, you will look at the, 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 the positives and the negatives or whatever figures that you take on the table. Bear in mind the price of workers, uh, as you have readily mentioned, Master. Mr. Rakubobe, you earlier mentioned the issue about prioritizing workers amongst others. You gave us 30% uh, last mm. year, and you, you've mm. been talking about budget amongst others. But really, mm. starting off from 10%, 15%, really, where would government end with all this? Because it looks like you're doing this in bits and in thoughts. I think, I, think it's I, I was talking to Mr. Rakubobe, really. Rakubobe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yes, uh, uh, MFA. 
like like I told you, it's difficult to even predict how Labour. You know, they are they are a group, and we are also another group do, do, doing this together. So, like I said, we are we've been uh, praying on them to accept something that will not break the back of government. And uh, for me, I cannot give a figure to you now, but we are we are working with them tomorrow from our fifteen percent when they come. We are also seeking mandate from the Minister of Finance, looking at uh, what will work best without any problems and challenges for us going forward. In the event that uh, there's a percentage pay rise where we cannot even pay salaries, I mean that should not be the case. And if we explain some of these things to them, and some of the labour people are themselves economics. We have professors, uh, all of these people in who know the economy so well, and sometimes they have come with very constructive, you know, uh, inputs to the extent that I am very optimistic that tomorrow when we meet them, uh, we we shall be able to come to a a consensus that will be acceptable to both parties. But Mr. Rekubobe, one wonders, uh, you know that budget is read in November, just around this time. How then do we wait all this while before we start this negotiation? One would think it's just a deliberate ploy uh, to twist the arms of Labour, isn't it? That is not correct. That is not correct at all. Uh, so what we, is correct we, then? We, we, we have all the time tried our best if we could do this earlier. But, you know, these are, it's, it's two, three people and many, many other stakeholders are in the picture. But this so is a do, key decision. We, we this is a key decision. A mm-hmm. we do, you only hear of us around this time because the budget is being read. That's why mostly you call us. But in the course of the year, we have been meeting and discussing these matters all along until it gets to a stage where we certainly have to come to a conclusion and this is where you show loss of interest so it appears to you that this is what is happening very late but that's not the case we have been consulting amongst ourselves mm. and trying to see where we will reach and how, how then do you so, then uh, take a decision and then factor it into the budget on wednesday i'm wondering oh no 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 we, we we have been working that's what i said so what figure are you working with uh, for the tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. What figure then are you working with, the 15%? No, not the 15%. I, I cannot tell because I'm not part of the finance team that is looking at it. But for us, as we speak now, today we had a mandate. But, but the finance people, do they have a figure they are working with at least? Uh, they must have concluded I, the budget I cannot now. preempt that. I told you... We, we come to negotiating table with a mandate. And today, we have tabled 15%. We've gone, we are consult, we're consulting with them tonight and seeing what tomorrow we'll go with. So uh, you, you allow us to com- conclude the negotiations tomorrow, God willing. And then we will speak to some of these things and what went on. But before I end with you, I think I must uh, thank the Labour of Ghana. I mean, everybody on the table, you can see, Things are tough. They come out, they tell us, we see all of us go to the market with them. We know it, it's not only Ghana. It's, it's a global matter. And once 
we all come to the table where we are looking at this holistically with them, empathizing and letting them see how things are. Uh, everybody wants to see a Ghana that is ahead of its peers. So uh, I am grateful to them, and tomorrow I'm sure that we will get somewhere. Uh, uh, Mr. Okubobe, before we end with you, uh, I need to ask you, the, today we heard from the Ghana Medical Association, as they say in the uh, wealth of unions, when the GMA cough, everybody will catch the cold. They are asking for a few things. They are asking for quality health care, secure retirement package, salary adjustments uh, at the 65th general meeting. Have all these been laid before your ministry just yet? Yes, Ivan, uh, we, we, we have come a long way with the GMA. Uh, we have come a long way. There were lists of things that they needed as, uh, as part of conditions of service to conclude with them. I must say that as I speak today, I can't actually tell where we are, but Fair Wages is dealing with them and they have been negotiating and a lot of the challenges that or the issues they brought on the table, many of them have been dealt with, with a few outstanding. And as, again, the name is, uh, we, we will continue to negotiate. And I'm sure that before end of year, uh, we will get to a point where it will be a real situation for our medical doctors and government. So let's keep fingers crossed and ensure that we get distance for them to avert any unfortunate situation where you will be here, they'll be going on strike uh, or other people leaving the shores of Ghana and so on and so forth. They have also prioritized their country. They've been very nationalistic and we still continue to ensure and pray that uh, these negotiations will go well and then everybody will have peace of mind to do his or her work. I mean, they gave you a January 1 uh, deadline to reach an agreement and resolve their issues. You you are assuring them that you would do so before January 1? Well, uh, like like I'm saying, they, they have always done this, and we have always also worked to meet the deadlines. So if they've given January 1, I have not seen the letter to that before. They just came out of their, of their Congress, and today is Monday. You, the media... You are previous all these things earlier than us. I always go through the news. So as it comes, you will reconvene. My minister will take full charge. And then we see how that uh, we, we, we all go with them. Uh, thank you very much. That's uh, Bribery Krubobi. There is the uh, Deputy Employment Minister uh, talking to us earlier also. You had the Deputy Secretary General of the TUC uh, also joining us with his thoughts. Uh, that is Joshua Ansa. Uh, you are a worker, so I want to hear from you on this very important subject now that negotiations have begun. If you're in the private sector, uh, what are you also hoping to get next year? Have you begun negotiations with your employers already too, as the public sector workers uh, have done? And you know, as we're speaking, our boss was here, so he oh, could hear he everything. Yes, oh, he was okay. here, so... You could hear all that was going on in terms of the negotiations. Yeah, and I see George Ruffin knows what to work with. Uh, getting closer <laughs> to the microphone as we talk about salaries. Uh, and George, you come in pretty shortly. We've just been talking about the Ghana Medical Association. And I, I, I make the point that when the Ghana Medical Association, when they call, everybody will catch the cold. Because, mm -hmm. see, you know, they, that's, uh, they are the one union that government fears the most uh, together with the nurses. Uh, we'll be hearing from them pretty shortly. But uh, you're wondering what they've been asking of government. Listen to the president of the association, Dr. Franz Rebo. The biggest and the most important question is, who cares for the health worker? My candidate sign is no one, not even ourselves. Health workers continue to pay out of pocket when we require health care, sometimes in clear contravention to what our conditions of service stipulates, of which full implementa implementation 
has often become a pipe dream. We need to be protected from the workplace hazards. We need to be given a true accessible healthcare, which is unambiguously free. We need to be compensated adequately for all the hazards we face. Our pensions need to be secured after we have sacrificed our bodies, minds, and souls. We need logistics and enabling environment to enable us to heal ourselves so that we can have the mental and physical well-being to be able to heal the population. Retirement on salary is not too much to ask for. There should be an immediate reinstatement of the vehicle importation tax waiver for health workers. We should not be made to pay the ultimate price of losing our lives and our homes in the quest of taking care of the vulnerable. Someone must care for the health worker. Our Lord is not in heaven, but here on planet Earth. The employer should create an environment that will give him or her the assurance that they can seek reliable health care here in Ghana rather than run abroad with the least sign of ill health. What we are asking for is not an impossibility. We are not asking for the moon to swallow the sun. Neither are we asking for immortality. Well, the Ghana Medical Association is also a warning. They may be forced to take a tough stance if government fails to sign and implement the conditions of service by January 1. We just had the uh, Deputy Minister say uh, they're working towards uh, meeting that particular deadline. And so the president of uh, the association, Frank Serbo, was clear this is one thing they will not compromise on. The GMA will appreciate some urgency on the part of the Federal and Salaries Commission to bring closure to this process. The GMA has been patient, however, it is worthy to note that the laborer also deserves his wages. And our patients cannot be stretched in perpetuity. Again, let me remind our employer, any delays will not be rewarded since we will demand full implementation of any agreed terms to be effective January 2024. Well, the Deputy Minister for Finance, Abnosia Sari, was there at the general annual general meeting and assures government is working to implement the conditions of service, stressing that Parliament has already passed the exemption tax, paving the way for doctors to enjoy waiver on vehicle importation. While recent macroeconomic challenges have affected our nation, including our healthcare professionals, I'm pleased to report that we are now witnessing signs of economic stability, which plays optimism on the horizon. In the forthcoming 2024 budget statement, the government will outline our policy approach to further enhance economic stability and restore the purchasing power of our citizens. The chairman and president of GMA, I just want to assure you that we have made some progress and very soon, Fair Wages and Salaries Commission will be calling a meeting to kickstart the operationalization or the finalization of your new conditions of service. And like I said, your conditions of service, as, as we spoke to the GMA, we have been able to do it for the past seven years, and I know this year will not be an exception. Admittedly, our pledge to offer exemptions for the importation of vehicles for doctors have delayed. This was largely due to the efforts to comprehensively streamline our exemptions regime. Thankfully, Parliament passed the exemptions bill last year, and we are now repositioned to engage or in an engagement that we believe will manifest uh, in this important pledge to ease the transportation burden of our doctors. That's the Deputy Minister of Finance, Abna Oseasari, there speaking to the doctors directly with that assurance. Now let's do business. George Riafe is here with the very latest. George, you have no concerns about your salary, right? 
<laughs> you, know, but you know, when you're talking about the, the private sector, I think that it might be too late with those who are in the private sector. Why? Because most of the businesses in terms about? of in terms of budget and planning, uh-huh. they have closed the page. Government so, is well, that is government. I'm just saying that for the private sector, uh-huh. you should have already negotiated with your employers with respect to what you want to take next year. Something can it be is done. not this month. It's not late it, it at might all. be too Masa, late. It's not late. Give us uh, business. We are taking a cue from the private sector. Ah! From the public sector. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up the queue from the public sector. <laughs> 2024 budget. 2024 budget to... The, sorry. Um, uh, the 2024 budget macroeconomic target to be guided by the IMF program objectives and framework. And panelists to enjoy businesses. Pre-budget forum makes a strong case for no two taxes in government's economic policy statement for 2024. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Doing. Doing gets you learning. Learning starts you wondering. Wondering triggers thinking. Thinking becomes planning. Planning evolves to trying. After trying, you're succeeding, winning, owning. Now, doing that starts with outdoing your limits. Outdo them all with MTN. So, what are we doing today? Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302 7642097642209 or 7627792 visit our website www.kingdomgh.com No matter your water needs Syntex has it all Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call zero. 244-335-168 Kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit SyntexGH.com Syntex Tank A year strong A year tough For over 10 years Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana Whether you're a trader or a student an entrepreneur 
or an employer or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. The movie lovers always get some story to share, and the Premier League lovers too, they like complain. Hey, VR, ego over you. Hey, this one, dear, it's like you're talking about me. The DSTV movie channels, oh. They over me. This festive season, it go over you even more on DSTV. Sports are sports, movies and swap movies, kids channels are kids channels. And if you happen to be out this festive period, the DSTV stream go meet you there. Dial star 759 hash to reconnect or stay connected and unbox the entertainment this festive season. DSTV, it's your moment. The luckiest, luck is everywhere for everyone. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023. And draw date is on 23rd December, 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 you welcome back to Business on Newsnight. The proposed macroeconomic targets that the finance minister, Ken Ofoyata, will announce in the 2024 budget to be guided by the IMF program objectives and framework. This is what Joy Business has picked up from persons with knowledge of the budget document. There is more in this report. Based on what we have picked up, the growth targets as well as inflation rate for 2024 will be guided by the objectives of the IMF program, which aims at expanding the economy whilst dealing with the country's rising debt stock. Based on the objectives of the IMF program that Ghana signed up to, it will also guide the proposed primary reserve position and the debt to GDP ratio by the end of 2024. Government sources have maintained that the 2024 budget may not witness those aggressive projects and programs that is associated with an election year budget. Sources say government will be measured in its expenditure for next year. As Finance Minister Ken Ophoriata has told Joy Business, government will remain discipline going into 2024. On revenue, we are yet to independently establish us in the approach government is going to adopt in tax mobilization and whether this could result in some taxes going forward or reviewing the rate. 
And that is a business tax report. Let's still stay on this area because panelists on Joy Businesses Pre-Budget Forum are making a strong case for government not to introduce new taxes in the 2024 economic policy statement. They believe that it will be counterproductive for the private sector. Magbedua Baji is chief executive of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Focus more on compliance and efficiency in collection of taxes. A lot of people in Ghana are not paying. They themselves mm. have estimated that mm. close to 15 million businesses yeah. and yeah. individuals are supposed to pay. As we speak now, only 3 million are paying. If you make such an estimate and you have the data, what prevents you from going to those so who are not paying? Encourage more people yes, to pay the, the, of, the taxes. Instead of piling the taxes on the businesses the and killing yeah. the, those businesses. Mm. President of the Association of Ghana Industries, Dr. Humphrey Im Dak, has been talking about other avenues that government can explore when it comes to revenue mobilization. We believe that we could use non-taxable policies to create competitive environment and to stimulate the productive sector. Once you focus on non-taxable policies, I believe there's a lot of tools that we can deploy, including the China more related ones. You will create a 30% mandatory intake for every retail shop from the Ghanaian production space. President of the Association of Ghana Industries, Dr. Hanfrey Yimdakemi, while economist Professor Japama Jekedako believes that it will take a while before we achieve that full economic stability. How long it takes us to get out of the woods completely would also depend on how well we also take advantage of the space that we are getting currently. Currently, we are doing well. Um, as to whether we are going to be maintaining what we are doing and be rationalizing expenditure and also being aggressive in terms of mobilizing revenue, how aggressive are we going to be in terms of property tax, for example? And that is economist uh, Professor Jepama Jekedako, one of our panelists on this afternoon's uh, Joy Business Pre-Budget Forum, which looked at the 2024 budget and expectation. It was live on this network and all our social media platforms. Chief Executive of the Chartered Institute of Bankers, Ghana, Robert Jato, has stated that the Institute will continue to train professional bankers to help grow the financial sector. He spoke to Joy Business after the Institute welcomed 156 professional bankers as chartered bankers and graduate of five students as professional bankers. At Chartered Institute of Bankers, Ghana, our mandate is to promote banking education and to regulate the practice of banking in Ghana. What does that mean? developing trusted financial services professional for our industry. So we are extremely excited uh, that this, uh, today, uh, we have graduated and inducted 161 newly chartered bankers or trusted professionals for the banking sector. And that brings to close to 800 uh, chartered bankers that we've developed in the last uh, four years. Chief Executive of the Chartered Institute of Bankers, Ghana, Robert Jato. 
The Open Forum on Agricultural Biological uh, Farm is making a strong case for government. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC going to be heavy on tech to improve the productivity and income of rural smallholder farmers according to Richard Ampedua Mayor the national coordinator for the group this is key to aid Ghana's fight against food insecurity he spoke to joy business at the 2023 that is uh, the forums award ceremony in Accra if we want to grow food security, we need to produce enough. And to produce enough means that we need more resources. More resources in the hands of the existing farmers. And not just the resources, as people will talk about money and the tools, chemicals and the rest. But we also need to equip our farmers with knowledge about technologies that we have available to boost production. Richard Ampeduamaya is the national coordinator of the Open Forum on Agriculture, Biotechnology. And that's all uh, for business on uh, Newsnight. Mm. And uh, back to you, MFA. We're all looking forward to the budget on uh, Wednesday. Can't and wait. already Labour uh, make are taking a very firm position. Mm, on that's COVID all, levy and reducing What they levy. want, you know, and mm. to ensure that, listen, uh, this is the time to ensure that you get what you, you deserve as a worker in the public space. Interesting. You know. They should consider our cost of living as well. So yeah. we're hoping, we're looking forward to that, George. Yeah. And great program this afternoon, by the way. No, thank we're you too. To the team, solid, solid production, solid. those who are behind and on on air as well. Good job. And some great job from the team as well. So it, it's all the team put yeah. together, a solid production. Team work makes the dream work. Thank you very much, George. Let's do some of your messages um, that you put together. You've sent to us via WhatsApp. Kofi Seydou in Konongo says, Labour should not be sympathetic um, towards the government. Anything short of 60% as a base pay will amount to government shortchanging workers. We have this one from George Bayou from Malam Bawi says the first deputy speaker is only pretending not to be interested in becoming the running mate to the VIP, but deep down he's more interested than anyone else. We have another one also. Um, he says the first deputy speaker of parliament is a walking contradiction. In the interview he just granted you, he said the members of the majority in parliament um, came in conclusion that uh, Dr. Baumia should pick someone from the Ashanti region and again said Dr. Baumia should be allowed to make his own choice. So when you, Evans, mentioned the possible candidates, this clearly shows Dr. Baumia is a flag bearer at all because, okay, and that's Comrade Isa Tamimu, um, your message there. And another one from Musa Batwa in Aswasi. He says, NPP can choose their running mate from the moon, JM and Jean Nana Opoku Ajiman will beat them mercilessly because majority, that's assuming that Nana Opoku Ajiman will still be the running mate um, to JM. Some of your messages that you've sent via WhatsApp, we have a couple of them again. This one 
uh, it's an opportune time for workers to demand their pound of flesh from the government. Kofi Seru sends this one in again. Uh, we have another one from Sena Hateka from Agonu Popote. He says, what the medical boss have said is totally true, so the government must do something about it. And the final one, um, Sameh Kumasi says, Dr. Baumia will choose a running mate who will best help him to head to the opposition come 2024, no matter which region he selects his running mate from. And some of your messages mostly reacting to that interview you had with the first deputy speaker of parliament jose so that interview airs tonight on the joy news channel is at 9 p.m p.m express with evans mensa it will also be live on our social media channels also on myjoyonline.com and in fact, we'll hear more from uh, Joe Sowusu mm. on Newsnight in a minute uh, because there's a lot that he said that uh, will make for great reporting uh, if you're a journalist. Mm-hmm. And so you want to uh, tune in as MFR, you've said at 9 p.m. But let's let's stay in Parliament because uh, Parliament today made a massive U-turn after that intense public backlash over the decision to hold the post-budget workshop at the Rock City Hotel in Crew. I mean, have you been there? No, interestingly. Should will I you take, take me there? I will. Please. I will. Now that the MPs aren't going there after all. <laughs> There'll be space. <laughs> well, exactly. Well, the MPs... But I'm told it's expensive, is it? Well... Um, we'll have a... Our range. Yeah, we'll, we'll go for the oh, cheapest Oh, but you, you're a rich man, so yeah, you, you know, can we'll give share me the, the cost. highest. We'll share the cost. Which one? Which cost? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the MPs, they were actually set to travel and stay at the Rock City for three days. Wow. The workshop. I mean, how many days can we stay there? And yes, uh, we get entitled to four-star hotel standards. I, I believe told. so. I believe okay. so. I, I can only afford one night, you know. So when you just prepare for that. one night. Yeah, what am I going to do there? Oh, you just go and and come have, back. You know, yeah, and just come back. You know, uh, they, they wanted to stay there for three days for this post-budget uh, workshop, but. NDCMP for Boem, it pour, as it say, he pours some sun in your gary and raised a few <laughs> questions on the floor, fighting the decision because of the cost implications. And I'm talking about uh, Kofi Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Babin, explained that the cost to Parliament uh, to host it at Rock City is simply too high compared to the other similar facilities in the country. Well, we'll hear from him in a moment, but first, some hours before the decision, the first Deputy of Parliament, Joe Sewusu, in that interview with you, which will be aired tonight, said he supports the decision to hold the workshop at Rock City Hotel. He said it will not be effective if it's held in Accra. We've tried it once here. How was it effective? You have only one hall and you have different, multiple presenters doing different things. But you, but you also have a tent now which you can use for that same purpose. <laughs> you can use a tent for big conference as well, but you're holding different workshops at the same time. No, you can have the breakout sessions you see, the in the tent. Practicability is now. We have tried it before. So you can do it again. Under this current circumstance, mm-hmm. living within your means, you, you introduce that. But who says that, that is outside our means? It is within our budget. To, to use 1.7 million CDs, according to him, for a workshop outside which can be held here. I'm saying that it cannot be legit properly held here. When we tried that one, it was not effective. And that, that was when you didn't have the tent. At least you have the tent now. That's a big space have that can be there. Yes, I have. have a, what did you see there? Uh, this is a very big space. Big, big space to do what? You have to hide uh, every other resource. Yeah, but it will still save you. No, it won't save you much. In fact, it may save you nothing. It may cost you more because you have to bring everything, pay for it differently. Apart from the tent being there, do you see any uh, furniture there? 
Do you have any resource? If you're going to do PowerPoint presentation, you have to hire all that afresh. It resonated. We practice everybody thinks that we can have things for free. Because people acknowledge that the economy is in a bad place. And we want to see our leaders showing us that they acknowledge that too. And they're willing to cut back. And so because of that, what is necessary ought not to be done? But I put it to you, MPs simply want comfort, the comfort of a hotel space. No, and not necessarily no whether it's effective or not. No hotel as comfortable as my home. No, no, I've traveled around the world. No hotel I've stayed in is as comfortable as my home. And I truly hate it when I have to drive, travel anywhere for business, even international conferences. I'm running away from many of them. We don't do it because of comfort. We don't do it because we want to. We do it because duty calls. Because it is a responsibility. Even <laughs> comfort of hotel. Those Fianga rooms you stay in. Oh, please. Okay. Well, the Speaker of Parliament was in the seat, Alban Bagbin, today, and he says the cost for Parliament to host the event at Rock City Hotel was so high compared to other similar facilities in the country. He made a ruling. Any objective person and any patriot looking at the report as a guide will not say the post-budget workshop be held at Rock City. The copy is there for everybody to come and look and read. The details are here. And as a speaker, I will not shortchange the interests of the country. Just because Honorable Brian Achampon is my friend. I won't do that. Please, I'm not talking about people attending or not attending. I'm talking about the right decision. And so, Honorable Member, I can identify you. Please, you don't interrupt the speaker when he's speaking. The report is here. I am tempted to go by the proposals that were made on the floor. These discussions on the floor that day ignited a public debate of the matter. And in the social media, internationally, Parliament was taken to the cleanest, and members were considered as being insensitive and greedy, and that our Parliament was not responsive to the interests of Ghanaians. But there was no such decision. The thing was still under discussion. Well, let me bring in our parliamentary affairs correspondent because um, this is such a U-turn and I'm, I'm eager to hear what the majority said about this. Kweku, uh, did they all agree with the speaker? Well, yes, it appears the pressure from the public have got in to put leaders on both sides. As they were discussing whether to, to take away the hosting rights of Rock City and send it to Volta Serene in the Volta region, both leaders were on their feet and told the Speaker of Parliament that they want this to now be held in Parliament because of the concerns the public have expressed. In view of the fact that the Speaker, you are saying that uh, it's generated a lot of heat, my advice, and I guess I will have the buy-in of the minority leader, is to entreat members that we hold the, the post-budget uh, workshop here. If it's, a, if it's about cost, we plead with members to avail themselves. So we hold it here and not go anywhere, and not travel anywhere again. I will entreat my colleague to join ranks with me and we move on. The Honorable MP for Buem, the Honorable Kofi Adams, has indicated publicly 
that there is the need for Ghana's parliament to consider holding the post-budget workshop here. So, Speaker, he said this in good faith. Considering the mood of the country, considering the state of our economy, so, Speaker, it is only right, it is only right that as members of parliament, we attempt to save the public's purse. So that's uh, the majority and the minority leader. But uh, Kweku, uh, what about the Buem MP himself? I'm sure he was in parliament. He must have been excited about this decision. He really was. He felt that he had been vindicated and that parliament as an institution must not be seen to be doing things and telling the public to be tightening their belts at the same time. And so he believes that this must be a step for parliament to continue to take new steps that shows that they are in tune with the people in these economic hard times that democracy has finally decided and the people have prevailed on their representatives to decide that this year's post-budget workshop be held here in parliament so the speaker has spoken he's rude on the matter clears the way a lot More of industries rules. will be affected though oh, a lot by of industries this, a yeah. lot of industries a lot of industries you're talking about the uh, the transport industry, mm, tourism industry, the tourism industry, um, the, okay. <laughs> all expectations all dashed. Expectations dashed. Expectations of. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do sports. Um, Bow, yeah. Bow, have you Were been you to Rock City? To? <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. It looks, it looks, you know, quite have nice. Have you been there? I've not been, been there. there. I've not okay. been there, but. Love to go there with the parliament, but will you go? Will there. you go alone if you were to go there? Uh, I love to go and cover there, but post budgeting, but it's not coming. Out, so let's be that's your One of those affected, okay. Yeah, uh, what do you have in the sports? Well, it's Ampem Dakwa. Well, they are performing incredibly, incre I mean, incredibly well in the Cup Women's Champions League, and they've now set their sight on the $400,000 prize money that the winner of the tournament will claim. Already, they will receive $200,000 after qualifying to the semi-finals of the competition following their win over Equatorial Guinea inside Hurricanes Football Club. Well, they have a game, a semi-final game against... Uh, 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 against Moroccan side uh, Casablanca Sporting Club on Wednesday and a win in that very uh, game the semi-finals to see them qualify to the finals where they have the chance of clinching the Coveta Trophy as well as the cash prize of $400,000 let me take you to England now where family uh, fans and footballers alike have bid a final farewell to Manchester United and England legend Sir Bobby Shelton about thousand mourners pay their respect to one of the game's all-time greats at his funeral earlier today and uh, well Silas Vegason and uh, Schmeichel have been speaking about the legend one. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm at United because of Bobby Charlton. No question about that. Sir Alex, you're synonymous with Manchester United, so is Sir Bobby. What aura did he have when, when you first arrived at the club? Well, the rest of the day I, I came to support him 100% all the way. He was uh, totally behind me in everything we try to do in terms of youth. And uh, as I said, I'm here because of Bobby Charlton. Dad, I think he's probably the most important person of, in Manchester United's history. He's what he's uh, taking part in creating is incredible. 
Yeah, so that's uh, Alfred Ferguson and Peter Schmeichel there. Well, um, he's gentle, so rest in peace and uh, condolences to all Manchester United fans. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sports, but to you by President Herbo and Chaco. Thank you, Ms. Bao. Well, let's head to the Obechebi Lamte Interchange Project site. Well, conditions, um, we know that uh, the work has stalled and we've been interacting with um, traders around there. For them, it is not only impacting them financially, it's impacting them, um, their health as well. My colleague, Kwesi Kwating Ade, returns to the project. Here's his report read to you. The Obechebi Lamte Interchange is the main access road to the central business district of Accra. It is also the access road to the famous Abusiokai Spare Parts Market, as well as Ghana's premier and biggest health facility, the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. President Akufuado cut sword for the construction of the $135 million project in October 2019 to help ease traffic and reduce commuting time to the hospital and other parts of the city but the poor state of the road is negating this objective since the situation has been worsening potholes here have become bigger making it almost impossible for drivers to maneuver the roads under the interchange this results in huge traffic jam around the area The situation has been worsened by muddy conditions and stagnant waters collected in these gaping potholes. Drivers say they are forced to incur huge maintenance costs due to the damage caused to their vehicles. I'm just coming from the market to get some spare parts. And then, you know, you work, you get money and use it to buy spare parts all the time. And it's right in the boots. Oh, drivers complain a lot. And then sometimes to the passengers too, they used to complain because as the car is shaking up and down like that, some are complaining their ways. Ghana is old, like 60 years and above, and we are still constructing roads. I don't get it. The situation is even worse for those who trade within the enclave. Both wet and dry conditions have some impact on them. The business moves very slowly because, example, someone wants to come in and come and buy some parts. He have to park the car outside, walk distance before coming. Maybe the time that the person will come, people are just closing. And it will affect me, it will affect the person too as well. Secondly, the dusty. Very lucky for us that today it has rained. You can see from here, it has rained today. So it will save us. But if it dries, if it dries, we can't pass here unless you put on the no nose marks. As soon as you put on the nose marks, your eyes definitely it will go there. Those are food selling the food. The dust will just go there. The dust will just entering the food. The nature of the road is not very good to us. It does not help us in any way, especially those trading around the area. Full of dust and the road itself is not very good. So we don't feel comfortable here. The dilapidated roads at the interchange has become very treacherous to navigate, posing risks to drivers and passengers. The users are calling on government to as a stopgap measure, grade and regularly water the road as they await the final completion. We see Adai Quartin's reports for Joy News. And just before we head out, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbing, is this evening charging members of Parliament to lead the course to ensuring religious tolerance and peaceful coexistence among the various religion, religious groupings in the country. Speaking at the launch of the Ghana Parliamentary Caucus on Freedom of Religion or Belief, an initiative spearheaded by the Africa Centre for Parliamentary Affairs, he underscored the role of members of Parliament in fostering religious freedom and tolerance. Honourable members of Parliament, as representatives of your constituents, you are responsible for improving their lives 
through the decisions you make, the advocacy you engage in, the policies you initiate, and the laws you pass. You are also responsible for championing their beliefs. What we do as members of parliament can ignite the change in the attitude of our constituents and set an example for the world to follow. Let us not forget that we are the concave mirror of society and we must use our collective power to unite and bring religious freedom to the forefront. So there you have it. Now we have a Ghana Parliamentary Caucus on Freedom of Religion or Belief. That's initiative spearheaded by the Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs, led by Dr. Rashid Draman. And that's how we end today's edition of Newsnight. Here on Joy 99.7 FM, also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumase. Uh, up next is That's My Opinion and Guess a Topic Honest Moral Hypocrisy. Mm. Uh, whatever that means. Cool. Only Nanan Sakura will tell us. Yes. <laughs> right up to us. You're waiting. I am MFA Pao. And there's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.